Hi everyone. Hi there. This is Holly. And Daniel. And you are listening to Halfway Saints. This is our third intro we've recorded. <laughs> the other ones weren't very good. You weren't missing anything. Well, that's why we're on number three. This <laughs> because they're bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> we should save all of our bloopers. Oh no. We I'm, could have just a blooper reel. I'm, it would be so much effort just to save those. It would so be, just to save them as a new file. And... Daniel, it also would be so boring. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be funny. Whatever. I mean... You're the one who suggested it. <laughs> Don't no, try to... Sometimes you got to talk things through uh-huh. to realize that they're terrible ideas. No. <laughs> Story of my life. Remember when blooper, you could only see bloopers on, like, the... Uh... The, like hour long TV special. Oh yeah. But now they're like all over the place because they're online and mm-hmm. like on movies. They release like when you buy the DVD, it has like the, the yeah, blooper reel. Yeah, but sometimes I don't believe the blooper reels. <laughs> you think they ma- they're made up? I think some of them are. Well, like the Monsters Inc. one. Yeah, those are made up. <laughs> <laughs> they made all those up. No. <laughs> um. No, but I don't. Sometimes they seem a little disingenuous. How many do you watch? When was the last time you watched like? <laughs> <laughs> the extra features on a DVD and watch the blooper reel. I'm going to say about seven years <laughs> <Okay>. ago. <laughs> so maybe I'm not one to talk. But I, maybe I've been, I've just been burned before. <laughs> <laughs> well, our our bloopers are 100% real. And no one will ever hear them. Well, except for the ones on the, except for the majority of the podcast, which is us. <laughs> just one long wandering blooper. Through, yeah. Well, Bloop. <laughs> that's the noise it makes, right? Bloop, bloop. It's um. What is the what was the bubble TV show that they would have like little pop up video? Pop up video. Yeah. Yeah. Bloop. Mm-hmm. Everyone in this scene was burned. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that was my interesting fact. It could have been like he thought of this song while eating a sandwich. I remember watching one about. No, this is a terrible. <laughs> okay, good. Terrible way to story. way to end it before it got started. <laughs> I started it knowing I didn't remember the fact. <laughs> oh, that's t- it's tough to ha- to talk about a show about random facts when you don't have any facts. I, I just remember oh. watching it about friends. That's all. Okay. That's all. Wait, it was a pop up video about friends? Well, it was about the the song for friends. the theme song. The theme song for friends. Oh man, they must have really been like scraping bottom of the barrel <laughs> <laughs> for songs. It's like a 30-second so. song. No, it's it was a like real the full song. version of yeah, it? Oh, yeah. okay. I got it. So I guess it really was the pop video for well, that song. The and here. the fact that I remember but can't recall is that it was the theme song for Friends. No, that wouldn't be a fact. I don't know. I'm really confused. This okay. is so boring. Let's yeah. move, move on. <laughs> uh, oh, that, the intro to Friends wasn't recorded in New York. It was recorded in like a sound studio in Los Angeles. I know that. Well, hey, at least I can produce a fact. You are talking to the number one Friends uh, fan in the whole world. No, I doubt you are. Definitely, I'm not. <laughs> but I do recall a lot of the episodes. I can, I can say. It <laughs> I'll stop you there. Trivia. I can. I do really well with Friends trivia. Obviously. Not about like, just about Friends stuff. Not about like the actors. Like your friends. No, not about the actors or the songs or any of those <laughs> behind-the-scenes stuff. Just, like, plot? Yeah, like, what was Rachel wearing when this happened? Oh, oh I got it. I That's got so it. interesting. What was her hair like? Oh, I could tell you that. So could everyone who was alive in the mid-90s. No, you couldn't. You just said that you couldn't. What? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
We're gonna cut Holly off. Yeah, I'm really be, off my I'll game here tonight. Over. Um, oh boy. But yeah, it's been a long weekend. That's the truth. <laughs> it started off this morning with me being um, pretty convinced there was something in our house because I, Holly woke up to feed Blaze and I was still in bed waiting for Jack to wake up because he wakes up and then he like sings to himself for twenty minutes and he's ready to wake up and get out of bed, and I s- swore I heard steps on our stairs like someone like taking a step realizing they're creaky and then going back down oh really yeah it was like that it was like that oh so then i was like of course it wasn't enough to actually get me out of bed to go check because i thought like (laughs) it never is (laughs) because i thought maybe it's holly maybe she's done feeding blaze and she went downstairs um so then i get up and get jack and i bring him downstairs and like where our living room dining room and kitchen are all on the like main floor um and I, like, was almost certain I heard a noise in the kitchen when I brought Jack down. And I was like, okay, so I went in the kitchen. It was empty. And I was like, oh, they went down the basement stairs. They're in the basement. Because the basement stairs are around the corner from the kitchen. Yeah. So I was like, I was like, Jack, go go play in the living room. And he was like, no, I want to go in the kitchen. I was like, no, go play in the <laughs> living room. <laughs> and I grabbed a knife. And I went downstairs in the basement. And there was nothing, there was nothing there. But our little hero... Grabbed a knife and was ready, well, ready for action. I have to defend myself. Bring in heat. <laughs> <laughs> that means guns, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it was just a uh, small. It was my favorite pairing knife. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't like our biggest, most intimidating knife. It was like a small, green knife. But he knows it works because it's his yeah, favorite. As long as you slice from the back. <laughs> <laughs> we have dull but knives. But hey, I was prepared to defend our house against. Against a sword, and then a sword wielding wielding she- thief. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I just should stop talking. Um, but hey, at least I was. I was going to do something I know, about you it. You were ready, Holly. One time, I may have said this in the podcast. Oh I came home early, and I didn't. You I th- surprised? Yeah, us. I like. I think we work ended. Our boss just said go home early, so I came home. I didn't tell Holly because I wanted to be a surprise, and she was in the basement doing something. Working. Working. Um, and so, and you can hear, like, when you're in our basement, you can hear anyone, like, anything walking upstairs, because yeah. it's really creaky. Um, and she heard me, and she did, she thought it was an intruder. I didn't, I mean, Daniel always texts me, like, coming home. Um, and so she, her plan <laughs> was to stomp up the stairs really loud <laughs> to scare me away. And I remember walking in and being like, was she jumping up the stairs? <laughs> Because, you know, maybe someone just broke into the house th- thinking no one was home. But when they heard that someone was home. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> so I better make, make uh, myself heard. What is my other alternative? Jack was upstairs. Hide. Oh, well, hide in the basement. So, and I, I'm a small woman. Well, how, did you have any knives with you? Well, I was heading to the kitchen. <laughs> See? <laughs> but, you could have said, hello, who's there? Instead of stomping up the stairs. I think I wanted to scare them away without waking up Jack. (laughs) (laughs) By me yelling, hello, who's there? I thought that would wake up Jack. Okay. My priorities were... We need to work on our uh, criminal intrusion prevention plans because we're not very good. You Um, know, our house, though, like, that's the thing. It's so creaky. No one would, yeah. You couldn't... And honestly, I think it may have been the neighbors. We have a semi-detached house, so we have... Which I just learned what that means. Daniel's birthday was last week, and oh. I got him the best gift. It's the, what is it called? Like The Field Guide to American Houses. Yes, and it's like, 
because I really like residential architecture and this is like explains like every trend in like American it's like a 800 page book and it's like here's everything you need to know about American residential architecture and it's really great Daniel's been saying for like a year he would just like at most random times be like I just would like a really nice book about residential architecture well, because so I was like, for noted. me it's like you see like this new house being built and it's like how is that influenced at all by like housing before that or like what's the difference between like stick style and Tudor or like what's in arts and crafts and what's you know and What's we, a diff- like a Queen Anne and a regular and Victorian? Where we live now, well, where we lived in the first two years of our marriage, there's a ton of like Queen Anne, Tudor, mm-hmm. uh, very like diverse architectures, architectural styles of like huge homes in the area that were all like historic and beautiful. And where we live now, there's um, a little bit newer homes, slightly newer. I mean, still very old. But still a very diverse range of architectural styles that we've never been uh, exposed to before. Yeah, in North Carolina, it's a lot of ranches, yeah. like ranch-style houses. So um, it's been a really fun thing for us to go on walks and find new architecture. Yeah. It's like kind of part of who we are. Mm-hmm. And now we have the book to actually know what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Because we had a lot of questions. Yeah, but I've already learned that semi-detached is like uh, like a twin, like two houses, whereas... Uh, Detached is a freestanding, and the detached is like row houses or townhomes. Mm-hmm. Which so I always heard about semi-detached and detached houses, yeah. and didn't know what the heck they were. But anyway, about. so it's probably our neighbors walking oh, up the right. stairs <laughs> that I heard. Because sometimes because we share a middle wall. Yeah, and this, both stairs are on that wall. So sometimes when they're walking up the stairs, it, you can hear them on our house. Or you could hear when they turn the shower on, and yeah. Jack says, "Neighbors showering." Yeah, upstairs. And he sometimes thinks that is our stairs. We have to sh- tell him no. They don't shower in our house. Unless <laughs> like, maybe they do, and that's what I heard this morning. Maybe they built a little trap door. Without us realizing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. Enough about us. Enough about us. Um, yeah, so we had a long weekend. The boys mm-hmm. were kind of crazy. Um, and they're getting bigger, which is good. But also, like, now Blaze can be, like, want things and be upset because he can't have that one toy. Mm-hmm. And he, like... But it was before he was just like, oh, a thing. Now he's like, oh, I want that specific thing that mm-hmm. I, I know that me. you have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, and Jack's been just kind of getting bigger and I don't know. I, I feel like the more gr- he grows, the like smarter he gets. And then in, mm-hmm. he gets You're- smarter, but then he still can't control his emotions. So it, right. the tantrums. Daniel made it or said it best, like I think a, a week or so ago, he was like, Jack is the sweetest he's ever been, and he's the worst he's ever been <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. And I was like, that's parenting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just, I think he's also going through a growth spurt. No, you blame everything on growth spurt and teething. Okay, I'm pretty sure that's just the culprit <laughs> for everything. Uh, but so, so, yeah, they've both been really fussy. But a really sweet thing that comes out of it, other side of the coin, is that Jack has been... Um, really into trying to cheer up Blaze. Mm-hmm. And so he'll, like, play peekaboo with him, or he'll, like, uh, run and jump at him and say, cheer up. <laughs> <laughs> and Blaze really loves watching Jack, and we'll just, like, sit there and watch him do something. So it's really sweet seeing how they're interacting. Like tonight, um, as I was in the kitchen doing something, oh, making dinner, and um, you guys were playing basketball, you and Jack were playing basketball in our mm-hmm. living room and dining room. Mm-hmm. And Blaze was just sitting up in the pack and play, and every time Jack would run past him, he, his face just lit up. Yeah. It was so sweet. Because, I mean, he's so little. You don't really think that he, like, 
notices. Yeah. He loves it. He does. So that's been how we've both been kind of thinking about them and their relationship and them being brothers. And um, it just has made me think about brotherhood because I have three brothers. Holly has no brothers. I have <laughs> so, one sister. So my experience is a little different. But just seeing how they get along and then knowing, you know, throughout life how living with brothers, it's like a complicated relationship that goes kind of like back and forth. Like me and my older brother were like best friends until like elementary school, middle school. And then like we didn't get along through high school. And then towards the end of high school, we started getting along again. So just knowing that like that's kind of how brothers are. They like go in and out of uh, not favor, but you know what I mean? I think, I mean, that's true of just siblings. Siblings, yeah. Definitely I feel like with brothers cases. especially, I don't know. I don't have sisters, so I can't, <laughs> neither of us can speak to the opposite, but with boys, there's like more of like a physical, yeah. like, it's not just, they don't talk to you for a week or whatever girls do when they're mad at you. I don't know. I mean, argue and stuff. Oh boy. <laughs> Slamming doors. Oh boy. Lots of um, angry sighs. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of that. Um, so I've just been thinking about brotherhood and um, and we've kind of did this with the fatherhood and the motherhood podcast we've done. I don't know if we're going to get to a sisterhood one. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we could just, I think that because it plays and Jack, we can talk to brotherhood yeah, a little bit so more. Yeah, so we'll have to wait till we have girls. Then we could do sisterhood. If the Lord provides, yes. provides us provides with, us with <laughs> some girls. We put an ad in the newspaper, so we're really hoping. <laughs> I was thinking, just a little side note, then we can okay, get back good. to brotherhood. We really have had, we've been on point for most <laughs> of this 14 one. minutes here. <laughs> um, but that, I've been thinking about if I should, if we ever do have girls, that like, I don't know what the heck I would do with them. I'm so used to boys, and I love having boys so much, that I don't know if I'm ready for a girl. But you know, we just see what the Lord provides. <laughs> <laughs> See what happened. <laughs> Polly makes it that far with her sanity. Oh and she's slipping. Guys, it's been, I don't know if we've said this, it's been a long weekend. <laughs> yes. uh, but anyway, thinking of, uh, you can remember, like, I studied I know, this for a while. I know, you did good. Like we did with the motherhood and the fatherhood podcast, looking at the actual biological relationship and seeing how that informs how we view the spiritual relationship. So Jesus calls us to be brothers and sisters to one another. We're all sons and daughters of God. That makes us brothers and sisters. So in the same way that we thought about what does the biological father-child relationship teach us about God or vice versa kind mm-hmm. of thing, what does brotherhood teach us uh, about our spiritual relationship with one another? Is that a question? No, it's a topic. Oh, okay. I like it. I <laughs> like, like it? it. I'm ready. This is good. Good. This is going to be real good. <laughs> um, and there's thinking, when I think of, like, brotherhood, especially among adults, because that's kind of just where my mind goes. Like, who are my spiritual brothers? Like, I have my biological brothers. And I feel like with guys, there's, like, this notion of, like, brotherhood that's a lot of, like, camping yeah. and grilling and, like... Beers. Beers. And that, like, and that's... That's good. It's true. And it's like a valid um, image of fraternity and brotherhood. Um, but I think it's it's kind of only one part of it. And it's almost um, like I think it was Catholic Stuff You Should Know did a podcast on community. 
-hmm. And their kind of main point was your community isn't just the people you want to be around. It's everyone you're around. Mm. So that like, yeah, you're going to get along with your friends, but to really have community, it has to be those people who are in your life every day. I remember that. That was a good yeah, podcast. That was a good podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so the same with brotherhood. Like, it only shows one dimension if you only hang out with those brothers that you like and you do things yeah. that you enjoy that mm-hmm. kind of say, like, oh, here, this is a brotherly thing to do. Like, tag football. Two-hand touch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, there's another element to it of um, your brothers being, your biological brothers being kind of your your immediate peers and your first rivals because mm-hmm. when you think like scripturally first brothers you think of are Cain, or A- Cain and Abel and look how well that turned out you know he Yikes. killed his brother mm-hmm. so I think there's just something there of real brotherhood there's like a sense of rivalry to it there's, there's definitely yeah a competition because you, like, you hear like sibling rivalry and kids get jealous when they have a new sibling but I think with brothers especially you're kind of almost competing for the same resources. Does that make sense? Like you're all going to play sports. You're all going to, not all going to play sports, but with like a brother and a sister, there's sort of different masculine, feminine traits that you're not kind of sharing resources for. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like you, you and your sister wouldn't be going for the same kind of thing that you and your brother would be going yeah, for. Yeah. Like me and my older brother, we both played soccer. We went to different high schools. So we were like literally rivals. We played against each other in mm-hmm. soccer. And so I feel like with brothers, there's more of that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, sister, I was competitive with my sister, but in a diff- in a less physical way. Well, that's what I'm saying. When you're both the same the gender. The same gender. Yeah. Yeah. yeah totally. Mm-hmm. Because you are going so, to. So like who same. had the cuter boyfriend, which you obviously won. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because it was me. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes? That's not what you say. Zing, maybe? <laughs> Holly's taking her uh, these classes where she learns how to be a normal human, and she's working on it really hard. I mean, seriously, I can't get phrases right. I can't get. <laughs> she has a little book of human phrases. <laughs> she's like the... Why did I just say Yikes. <laughs> sister yeah like we both swam and taylor was so much better at swimming than i ever was Mm. so i always lost there but like there is just we were both uh artistic so there's like a little bit of competition there Mm -hmm. because we were artistic in similar ways um so yeah and yeah it's just that you are coming from the same like there's like i think limited resources is sort of the best analogy you know like maybe well like i just was thinking with art Sorry, I just popped my knuckle. Um, with art, like a, I could, ha- I could have had a brother who was also interested in art. It wasn't, mm-hmm. and be within the same resources yeah. pool, but, but it, it still would be different, right? Because there's a different, there's just a difference between girls boys, and boys, right? So with yeah, your your brothers become so your first challengers or something yeah. rivals is a good word i didn't want to keep saying it but once you find a good word you gotta keep saying it <laughs> like yikes <laughs> like, yeah, just throw it out there whenever you get a chance um and especially little brothers like that's just kind of a, a a trope like you know you don't want your little brother to hang out with you yeah and like in uh i think it's seven story mountain by thomas merton there's a scene where he's like him and his friends are literally throwing rocks at his little brother and oh. it's it's good because he talks about like that's how 
that's about how we respond to love. Like his little brother just wants to love him, but he's throwing rocks at him, and mm-hmm. we and as people we do that. We true. throw rocks at the people who are trying to love us. It's true. Um, but where was I going with that? Little brothers. Oh yeah, that you. Sometimes you don't want to love them, and all they want to do is love you. Mm-hmm. And in my family, my younger, next youngest brother is four years younger than me, and me and my brother are less than two years apart. So it's kind of like we were closer. You said me and my brother. Me and my older brother. <laughs> my other brother. <laughs> so your older brother is two years difference, and your next one is four it's years. Four, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I said that. I know. Just making sure we're okay. clear here. But that's where you want clarity. <laughs> <laughs> um. So just how does so how does that apply to spiritual brothers? Thinking of those things like um, rivalry and also kind of uh, shunned affection. Does that make sense? So I'm looking at it more. Maybe so if, so if God calls us to to love our brothers, and we know how brothers' relationships are, what does that mean? Because we you know the forms we have follow from God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, I think. When I look at, like, men in community, which is essentially what this brotherhood is, I think of, like, providers becoming, like, getting all together. Because that's what what men are for society, is that they are providers for their families and for their wives or for their parishes if they're um, priests. So it's almost like a collection of fathers. Exactly, yeah. Um, but we're going with brothers here. Well, I think that's a different dimension. So yeah. how does having that fraternity... The fraternity of, of more like equals. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the fraternity of providers, to keep going with that word, um, and the compet- the competition and the rivalry and the... Um, I don't know, it's kind of like the sharpening Mm-hmm. Thing. Yeah. As iron sharpens iron, man sharpens man, something like exactly. that. Exactly. And so, like, competition is what keeps people, co- like, continuing to strive to be better and better and better. So that, like, rivalry is a good, almost a good thing spiritually, because you're like, hey, I'm going to be better because this guy is doing well. Exactly. That's interesting. I didn't think of that. Hmm. hmm. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Point for Holly. <laughs> you need some points. <laughs> like, the negative here. <laughs> um. That's interesting. What about the uh, little brother? We'll call it the little brother syndrome. Syndrome. Um, in like the, in, I don't really know. And think of it less in like fraternity, like a, an actual like religious fraternity. Yeah, meaning like a religious order. Yeah. Like just groups of men in a community. And the little. So like that. There's always, one at least one person in like a group of no here because i'm not saying that's what i think is kind of missing in like groups of men who are friends mm-hmm. is that there is that there isn't that kind of tag along little brother yeah so like in thinking of the idea of how am i being a brother to my community that's i guess what i'm trying to like push towards is like who the are little we, brother who's who like are, asking to be loved right or not asking but just wants to be loved like who when we go out for our camping trips we invite our buddies who are we excluding you know Mm. and i think that's part of brotherhood is is you have to love that annoying one too you know Mm -hmm. and if we're really seeing because we're not your brothers aren't just i guess the pointing at the point i'm getting to is brothers are like friends you didn't ask for (laughs) 
you know? Yeah. And so who are those friends that you didn't ask for? Or they're also not always friends. Yeah. Because we're, if we're all sons and daughters of God, then we're all going to be brothers and sisters. It's true. So how do we respond to that? How do we be brothers knowing that as a biological brother, you have to love your little brother as annoying as he is? Yeah, I think it's just looking at everyone as equals and like, like we say it a lot. I, I don't, okay. I don't want, you're getting kind of not, uh, you're getting the notion. I'm asking like practically. <laughs> practically. Okay. I don't know. Just inviting the guy who, who's a little, uh, not annoying. That guy you hate. That guy who always brings up something boring or, you know, like, yeah. So inviting him on Because I feel like with, 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 uh, um, with brothers, you have those points where you're like, I really hate that guy. Mm-hmm. You're like your biological brother. Like, I don't want to hang out with him. I don't want to see him. Um, but he has to go on your beach trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like what? Yeah. And you're not going to invite a bunch of guys you, you don't like to go camping with you. But you could invite them into a group of guys that you do like. Right. But I'm saying like beyond the the organized how do you live with someone as a brother not just with weekend retreats yeah i understand um i think just i don't know you got a right answer here i don't have a right answer i'm I'm asking (laughs) i think well i think a first step is just changing that mindset like yeah thinking this person is my brother like not this is the coworker i don't like or someone who um i'm competing for with at work like, that's your brother, you know? That's what I was getting at earlier when you told me that I was going in the wrong direction. I didn't... I said you were you were getting... You were getting too lofty. Who? You weren't getting concrete enough. Well, this isn't a practical application, but it is... I mean, maybe... Whatever. Um, just to, to see everyone as God sees them. Mm-hmm. And to... Well, maybe more, like, remember... Remember that we are all children of God. Because by remembering that we are all children of God, we're recognizing that we are all brothers and sisters because we are all children of God mm-hmm. together. So it's like, well, in a family, you recognize, like, this is my little brother because we have the same parents. Well, we recognize that that is my brother in Christ because... We have the same father. Exactly. Yeah. But what about people you really don't like? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's harder. It is, and I think... Sorry, I'll... I'll I'll come to your rescue. No. Thank you. Um, well, I'm obviously struggling. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there isn't a good answer, and I think that's almost um, kind of fitting because you have you hear God say, "Go love your brothers, be with your brothers," um, and it's kind of like, "Oh yeah, my bros, the guys I like." What? It's like the line in the OO song. Oh yeah, there's so the 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 group Twenty One Pilots. Jack really likes uh, the song called Ride. Okay. He calls it the Oh Oh song because there's a part where they go like Oh Oh yeah. Oh 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 Oh. And um, we literally have to just put it on repeat in our car, <laughs> and, and and he gets mad when it's not the chorus. Um, <laughs> he hates the bridge. But just today, yeah, <laughs> there is um, we're listening to it, and you know, like you listen to it a bunch, you never listen to the words, and I listen to the words, and I point out to Holly that's really interesting because it says um it's like a bullet for me a bullet for you I take a bullet for everyone in this room but there's not very many bullets coming through like metaphorically I'm the man but literally I don't know if what I do or something like that so like yeah we'd say we but the point is like 
it's so easy to say I'd take a bullet for you, but how often does that actually happen mm-hmm. where you would need to take a bullet for someone? And would you actually do and it? And would you actually do it? Um, what was this pointing to? <laughs> <laughs> you said uh, uh, Christ is always talking about like your brother, and so then that made me think of the to lay one's life down for oh, one's right. friend. Yeah, and we so when Christ tells us to you know, love each other as brothers and sisters, we kind of think of it as like, oh yeah, that's easy. Like, oh yeah, you're my brother. I like you. But it's more like, if you think about what brothers and sisters are, it's like, he's saying those people you can't get away from that you're stuck with. Remember that you have the same father because they're going to annoy you and they're going to, I mean, if you look on a global scale, they're going to fight wars against you. They're going to, um, want to kill you, but there's your brothers because you're all sons of the father. Yeah. And it's, so it's like really, and I think that's kind of to like look, to study scripture and to like study what Jesus tells us is to kind of constantly be like, Oh, (laughs) like what if we take these words seriously? I know. And I feel like, like we hear to be brothers and sisters in Christ like all the time, but like, I had never once really thought about that, like, in this literal of a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, in a way that, like, no, I can't get rid of you from my life because you're stuck with me because we're both children of the same Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's it's even easier to do that with people you don't um, have an actual relationship with. So maybe, like, a celebrity or a writer or someone. Mm-hmm. And you, can, you can really hate someone if you don't actually know them. Oh, man. I mean, think of, like, politics. Like, yeah, you can really hate <clears throat> some politician that you've never met, you've never known, you've never spoken to. So, like, I think it's also apt to to insert these familial bonds into these kind of relationships. Well, I love that um, God is constantly talking to us in familial bonds. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the way that he can communicate his love for us. And it just, like, goes to show how much importance and how um, significant family life, how marriage is so significant and how family life really just points to the Father in all mm-hmm. things. Like, I forget who where, where this thought comes from, but the idea that the, um, the full image of God is man and woman together. Yeah. And how, what is man and woman coming together do produces a family. So it's like the full image of God points towards a family. And through familiar relationships, we can better understand God. Yeah. Because it's from him. I mean, like, think the covenant with Abraham, it was all about his family. And mm-hmm. that's how it start, how he, like, started his his people. Mm-hmm. We're through a family. So, I mean, yeah. family is pretty important. <laughs> it is. I think we, I think we it's pretty clear. harp on that a lot. Um, but so thinking of, so instead of just thinking of everyone as our brothers and sisters what about brother let's like delve into brotherhood specifically like masculinity and that kind of relationship because i think there's when you think of like antagonistic relationships with men it's there's sort of a assumption that's going to be like aggressive like men will fight about something but then i think generally men are quicker to kind of get over something is that appropriate I think that's just you. No. You get over things really fast. I don't think all men do. Well, 
I think it's more. Okay, I got to say this very carefully okay. and diplomatically. I think it's more common to assume that women would hold grudges than men. I was just about to say one. This. One could assume, <laughs> not me. I was about to say something very similar. So yeah, you're allowed to say okay, that. Okay, okay. Uh, because men, the thing, maybe what we're getting at here is that men have they deal with things directly, mm-hmm. where women uh, kind of finagle around it, and we're more like um, have tendencies toward passive aggression, and uh, we like to talk about things a little bit more. Where men, if they're mad, they like hit each other. <laughs> That's what I do. I just go around punching people constantly <laughs> but they they um address it then yeah. and there because they are more physical creatures and that kind of uh filters into the the way that they address issues mm-hmm. that's apt yeah, yeah. Mm, quite yeah. apt yeah. <laughs> um yeah and i think what's unique about like kind of brothers and and brotherhood is that there's I don't know, it's when I hear the phrase fraternal correction, obviously that applies to, like, both men and women, but it feels like it almost, it's kind of appropriate, it's fraternal, you mm-hmm. know, because guys would say, knock it off, that's wrong. Yeah, I feel like it's so much easier for guys to do that, too, because just being with, being guys, where girls, there's just drama. It's, <laughs> like, it's not, I feel like it's so easy for a guy to be like, hey, stop that, you shouldn't, you shouldn't talk to your girlfriend like that. Or something like they could they could say direct things to another guy, mm-hmm. and you can just do it. Where like if a girl said something like that to another girl, then they would all talk to each other about it and blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Holly saying all this, <laughs> not me. Just for the record. Um, and I think that it would just become something a little bit more. I don't know why. I don't know if this is true or if it's just my experience. But just like direct confrontation with women does not go over well, as I, well as men. Yeah. Like in between sexes? Mm-mm. What? Like if, if, so if a guy saw a guy talking to his, sorry, I hit the microphone, um, saw a guy talking to his girlfriend in a mean way, yeah, I wouldn't like be surprised if the like good guy in this scenario went up to the bad guy and said, hey, you shouldn't talk to your girlfriend like that. Mm-hmm. And maybe an altercation, altercation would come about, but it wouldn't be like a huge deal. But if oh. a girl saw some other girl doing something bad, I can't find an equivalent in my mind. Speaking ill of their spouse or Yeah, it's not quite the same. I don't know. It's not like as oppressive. Being mean to their son. Yes. Um, if some other mom went up to that mom and said, hey, you shouldn't treat your son like that, it would not be, like, a small situation. I guess maybe okay. with men it would be because there would be, like, a physical altercation that could happen if... Maybe... I'd, I'd take it back. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think guess. it would be almost sort of more, uh, more expected for a guy to tell another guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Whereas, yeah, with women, it's sort of like hands-off kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Why Should is that? I say that? Why is that, Holly? As a woman, speaking for all womankind, please tell us. Okay, so I've just recently, well, not recently, whatever. Learned to talk. Nope. <laughs> Still <laughs> learning. Um, men desire to be respected. Women desire Are to be... from Venus. <laughs> <laughs> women desire to be loved. I think that's actually the point of... Men are from Mars, women are from Venus. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's from it's scriptural, and I can't yeah. remember the verse. I don't know. But it's I may like be conflating me- that. 
But I've never read that book. Oh my god. <laughs> it's from the verse, I think. I don't know where I read this or anything, but it was like uh, where Paul is talking about marriage and like wives submit to your husbands because they need to be respected and men submit to your wives because they need to be loved. Like somehow in that little, I can't remember what directly what all those things say, but men like to be respected, women like to be loved. And that's the core of Paul's message there. So men like to be respected. So it's, that's a very easy thing that uh, naturally flows into, like, confrontation or um, letting his voice be heard, Mm -hmm. where women want to be loved, where it's more like um, if I were to have a confrontation or something, that might end up with them not loving me. Mm. So I don't want to do that. Interesting. Wise. Wise. Yes, wise. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That, as you were saying that, it kind of... It made me think that the way society is, I don't think guys are are being brothers successfully. Oh, holding definitely one not. Holding one another accountable. But I think that's where brotherhood is uh, intended to be. It's, that's the purpose of brotherhood is, right. is to... To have that kind of like correction and guidance. Like mm-hmm. if... I don't know, my, one of my brothers, none of my brothers are married. One of them was 12, so he's definitely <laughs> married. Um, and they, uh, like, ran out on their spouse, on mm-hmm. their wife. Like, I wouldn't hold my tongue, you know? Like, yeah, I would say you really, like, you need to get back there. That's where you're supposed to be. But w- would you say that to your fr- Obviously, like, that's happened before, and that guy's friends didn't tell him. <clears throat> what he should have done instead. So there's there's like a lack of brotherhood, which I think leads to a lot of um, a lot of problems. And th- if you're thinking of like f- societal problems that are based in the family, like uh, men not being there for their children, that like all those men have other men in their lives who should have shown them better. Mm-hmm. And I think it does. It is different coming from a guy than from. A woman, you yes. know. And I know we're talking about brothers here, mm-hmm. but there's a big part of that that comes from fathers. Yeah. Because, like, thinking what you were saying about families, and the, there are so many men who have abandoned their families, <clears throat> whether it be by uh, so many single moms in this world, abortion, like, so mm-hmm. many ways. Um, that is, those come, or those kind of actions come from men who didn't have fathers present right so like a poor relationship with your father leads you to not be the like man and brother and husband you're supposed to be yeah i didn't do a very good job of explaining it's it's fine you got why you're here (laughs) um so i think yeah i think that actually ties in both things you're talking about pretty well that like men need to call one another to kind of to right action and we need to, cons- like, it goes both ways. If we consider someone our brother, we're going to be loving toward them. But we're also, we're not going to let things slip, you know? Right. And men have such an important role in our society. That's, I just hear it. Let me, they, but it's not the one people would expect when you say men have an important role in our society. 
in family life. Yeah. Because when we say going. yeah, when people say like men in society, you think of like businessmen, CEOs, and like the kind of like Doing leaders. Business. Yeah. But like <clears throat> what we learned, we talked about it all the time. That what we learned at World Media Family is that like, if the father of the house converts, then eighty five percent of the families will also convert. Whereas yeah. if, if the mother converts, then only fifteen percent do, or something similar like right. that. Like it's a gross majority. Of families whose uh, father figure or father, not father figure, father, um, leads the household. Like statistics show that fathers really do lead households, mm-hmm. and that um, their role is so important in leading the house. And if the if families are the building blocks of society, and if men are leading those homes, then um, that is why they have such a big importance in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and for the talent portion, Holly will be riding a unicycle and playing the violin. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that makes me kind of think what, what am I doing to be a good brother to not only just everyone around me, but like my actual friends. Like am I really right. um, making an effort to – to sort of help them out if I see they have trouble. Not even if they have an issue, but, like, when things are just tough. Like, am I really making an effort to reach out and say, hey, I've been in this situation. It's probably pretty tough. You're probably pretty nervous about this. And, like, being, uh, yeah, you kind of need to be, you need to be a big brother and a little brother, you know? Like, when things are going well, you need to say, like, hey, you're great. Hey, I want to be your friend. Hey, uh, can I just watch you play yeah. basketball? Can I just watch you play Mortal Kombat? <laughs> <laughs> I do that. Uh, yeah, I think I have very uh, ingrained little brother tendencies. Because in college, I would just sit and watch my roommate play video games some nights. <laughs> I don't know. And it was never like, oh, I want to play too. It was just like, no, I'll watch. It's fine. <laughs> oh, did you get that one? Like, um, but you also have to be that like big brother too and in the same relationship there can be both aspects like Mm -hmm. you have different experiences and can help you can kind of be a guiding force and also a supporting force yeah definitely it isn't i feel like we always talk about like in the world of or like in the realm of correction we're like we're (laughs) not um the like correcting we're not like police officers running around at all but and you you didn't just say that but i want to say a lot of this we have talked about that um it also is just loving one another yeah. and building and supporting one another up to um, their highest potential. Mm-hmm. And and thinking of, like, the barbecues and touch football games, <laughs> that we, like, you're also close to your brothers. Like, you're not, and it's kind of a stereotype for men to be kind of, like, emotionally guarded. But I think, like, with your, you're less guarded with your brothers than you would be with your male friends. So, like, thinking of your friends as, as actual brothers, and everyone is an actual brother, like, in in certain, like, relationships, and, like, when you have a long-standing relationship, there is, uh, you do need to kind of be emotionally available, too. Because guys mm-hmm. can be, <clears throat> I, I think, pe- married people need friends of the same gender, because they're sort of... Uh, in an emotional outlet and talking to another guy that you can't necessarily talk to your spouse with, you know, mm-hmm. like there, you need that kind of that 
fraternal outlet. So, um, so it's not just correction. In fact, it's sort of like support and love and vulnerability. The same as with any relationship. Yeah. Like a relationship is basically like opening yourself up to be loved by someone else. So whether that's your sister, your mother, your girlfriend, spouse, or your brother, that needs to be there. Um, but I think there are sort of a within a masculine relationship, a brotherly relationship, there are there's a combination of those things. Mm-hmm. I think the vulnerability is something that's really lacking in our society with with men, with mm-hmm. men in particular. In particular, um, to be emotionally vulnerable with other men is extremely difficult and extremely. Uh, it would be like groundbreaking. You know. But I think there also there's also a lack of emotional maturity among men. Yes. So it's not and emotions emotions are kind of s- stupid to talk about as a word because it's like yeah you it's impossible to say it without and actually say what you mean <laughs> you know like there's uh yeah because I think a lot of men that make poor decisions are short they're not they're scared they're not like emotionally mature. And I think that's where someone like a big brother can kind of help you. Because, like, thinking of it, like, middle school, you're, you know, like, you don't know something is, you ask your big brother. Mm -hmm. And my, my older brother, up until, like, college, he would still, like, call me and say, hey, can you call dad and ask him this for me? He still (laughs) does that to this day. No, he's better about it now. (laughs) But there's sort of that, like, not, uh, not like a crutch, but like a, you know, like uh, an extension of yourself emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going through this issue. Can you help me figure mm-hmm. this out? Whether it's like I'm scared about going to middle school or I'm scared about doing this. Like, your brothers are the ones who are like, no, it's it's okay. It's great. Because they've been there before, too. Yeah. That's something like that's built in to brotherhood is that there's an age difference. Mm-hmm. You know, so like... Unless you're twins. And twins oh. are just weird, so we're not going to talk about them. Hey, if I'm you're a twin kidding. and I'm you listen, kidding. we love you. But most of the twins we know are kind of weird. Okay, we've had weird experiences. <laughs> <laughs> I know, maybe it just seems weird to us because they have uh, some close bond or something. Like <laughs> Sorry, twins. <laughs> twins are, I actually think twins are really cool, but we have people our age... The twins that we knew that were our age were all kind of weird. <laughs> but I have met twins since then, which I think are really cool. Yeah. Anyway, what was I saying before you talked about twins? I don't know. <laughs> oh, the age difference. Yeah. So there's an experience difference, too, that, like, and within society, obviously, this is mm-hmm. built in, that uh, men have gone before you who have asked for promotions before you or mm-hmm. um, had experiences before you that they can, they have wisdom. Mm-hmm. To share with you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, something just happened up off screen. It's fine. Continue. Um, you were talking about how wise you are. <laughs> There's wisdom to share. <laughs> There's wisdom to share. And so to look to... <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> to other men... For that and to be vulnerable and asking for, you've you've gone before me and done this. Um, can you help me, you know, make take this next step or whatever mm-hmm. I'm looking toward and am nervous about. And for them to be able to share that with you is 
what brotherhood is all about. <laughs> it's like, the I, make, <laughs> I make the points and I don't know how to close them. Oh, yikes. I, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you close it. I really need like a manual on how to have human conversation. Oh, it's so frustrating. It's all right. But yeah, so be a brother, be a big brother, be a little brother. Wait, I was going to say that this... This is why there's a whole, um, what is it, nonprofit or something called Big Brother and Big Sister. Yeah. It's like, they know what we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) If anyone, they know what we're talking about. (laughs) Not the countless people who have siblings. (laughs) Oh, Oh, jeez. I think that, no, all this, like... I don't talk very well, but I think that we have good things to say. <laughs> you, you know it's good because we tell you it's good at the end. I, I'm coming away from this, like, learning yeah. some things. And coming, I've been thinking a lot about our uh, podcast last week. It really has changed the way that I look at <laughs> The way I look at parish life. It's, yeah. it's been transformative. Yeah, it really has. And I keep think the more that I think about it, the more it opens up. So like the body of Christ, Mm -hmm. it's really resonated with me. I think that this is going to be another one. And you know what? Maybe even if we don't have daughters, maybe we could still do one on sisterhood. Okay. We're going to do some practice runs on that one. (laughs) Whatever. We we Uh, got there. Okay. Okay. So in summation, we really enjoy our podcast. (laughs) We get a lot from it. No. Um, But yeah. Cool. Yeah, Yikes. we hope that you guys liked it as well. <laughs> if not, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, we always welcome feed- feedback. And we actually, um, last week's pod, or was it last week, two weeks ago? The last podcast yeah. um, led to some good conversation with people. So it was. So if you have any questions or concerns or thoughts or anything, please let us know. Because we also, we don't, we don't want to be misunderstood. And we mm-hmm. also would like to... Um, as I was saying earlier, we like to sharpen one another. Mm-hmm. Um, so if and we con- say... And continue the conversation, like if it's right. worth furthering. Yeah, definitely. So shoot us an email at halfwaysaintspodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and uh, follow us on Twitter at halfway underscore saints. And have a wonderful week. We'll be praying for you and please pray for us. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye.